Well, hello, hello. How you doing? How you doing? This is the S. Anthony Says Podcast. This is the S. Anthony Thomas, and this is episode number 257. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. How are you bastards doing? How you doing? You know, before we even get started, before I get started, I want to say, I, I, you know, I, I, the last few weeks or the last all of these weeks, <laughs> You know, you always give me something to, to thank you guys for. And um, and I'm, I'm going to explain what I'm talking about right now. I don't normally talk about, I, I actually, I never talk about how many people are listening to the show, mainly because I don't, I don't get into that because it's not about that really for me. I, I enjoy doing this and I'm happy with the number of people that are actually listening to this and the fact that there are more people on a regular basis listening. But I'll just say this. There was a number of people that listened to last week's, the episode two weeks ago. And last week's episode has already passed that episode. And keep in mind, that episode is two weeks old and the last episode is one week old. So basically, you know, you kind of uh, you kind of blew the doors off the last episode and the last episode was was a nice one already. So I'm going to thank you for that, you know, because, you know, I I appreciate it. And I appreciate the fact that I know for a fact that obviously the reason that that is happening is because there's a lot of wonderful people that enjoy listening to uh, me say this crap. And that you've been telling people and the people have been coming back and listening and, you know, going back and listening to old shows and, and staying and hanging around, you know, I've been retaining them. So I, I appreciate that. You know, I just I want to let you know that I know that the reason that the, the, there are more people listening is, uh is, you know, you contribute to that a lot. You know what I'm saying? It, the, your, your your word of mouth and your your loyalty is uh is very, very important to me. And I appreciate that. Uh, you're a big part of why uh, it's becoming a little more successful on a regular basis. Um, now, to be honest, the uh, the majority of the reason that the show is becoming more popular is my overwhelming talent, uh, quadruple genius, incredible good looks and uh, awesomeness. You know, but I'm not going to let the 1% that you're responsible for. I'm not going to forget about that the fact that it's 99% my greatness and 1% of, of, of you know, of, of you guys telling people about the show. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's not the exact proportions of, of that's not the exact you know reason you know that that, that I, I changed the numbers a little bit. Maybe you're more responsible for the success of the show than one percent, but it's it's still my show, and damn it, I'm gonna take all the credit. F y'all. <laughs> that's not a gracious way to start the show, is it? <laughs> but in all seriousness, thank you very much for everything, and uh, I, I won't forget it. I won't forget it at all. You are the coolest bastards on the planet that aren't me because I'm, I'm much cooler. <laughs> I did it again. Sorry. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Well, folks, I want to ask you this, man. And then this is this is this. I, I know that, you know, if you're a comedian, if you're a writer, if you're an artist of any type, you become hypersensitive to things, not just because you notice things, because it's part of your job to notice and comment on things. But because you do that. You become super sensitive to many, many things that, that everybody else doesn't become sensitive to or they'll gloss over because it's not part of their profession uh, to remember or to retain these things. Now, I've been in a comedian my entire, actually longer than my entire adult life. You know, you become an adult at 18, which means I've been an adult for 30 years, but I've been in the comedy profession for 31 years in one way or another. And I noticed that I notice a lot of crap. Some of it I noticed anyway, and some of it's because, like I said, I, I, I write jokes and stories, so I tend to, to be to notice the little tiny things. And I want to talk to you about some of those right now. And 
and I know you, you're you going to understand it, you're going to relate to it because it's happened to all of you at some point. It doesn't matter which country you're in. You know, I know I got a lot of people listening to me in, in, in um, the United Kingdom and Australia and Canada and obviously in the United States. The biggest audience is the United States. But every last one of you know is going to relate to this. And I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I'm telling you. And it probably annoys the crap out of you. But you gloss over it because you're nice people. And I'm a nice person as well. But damn it, I'm going to talk about these bastards right now. Damn it. Now, if you've been listening to me for a while, and if you're listening to me right now, probably you have been listening to me for a while. You already know that I've made dietary changes because I want to get back in shape and improve my health. But during the course of the time when I was eating crap, all I'm saying is I went to a place and I wanted to get a French toast platter. Okay. And it was an inexpensive one. It was, you know, like four or five bucks. Maybe I forgot what it was. And you get two pieces of French toast. You get a little bit of the eggs, a little scrambled eggs with a little cheese in them. You get your home fries and you get your turkey bacon, right? Really simple. They do it all the time. Not a big deal. And I asked for a little change to it. I wanted a little bit of ketchup, right? Not a big deal. The ketchup's right there. The bottle's right there. In fact, you could have just put the bottle where I can get it instead of insisting upon applying the ketchup yourself. You could have let me do it. I don't think the amount of ketchup I was going to use was going to be the difference between your business being open and you being out on the street trying to feed your kids orange rinds. No, it would not have been a big deal. So I ordered the French toast platter and I say, please do me a favor. Could you put a little extra ketchup on the eggs and the home fries, please? No problem, sir. We'll do that for you. Thank you. And I'm thinking nothing of it. How could they mess that up? It's very simple. When you finish making the grub, you grab the bottle of ketchup that's right by the damn grill. You pick it up. You turn it upside down. You apply enough pressure to cause a significant amount of ketchup to come out that tiny hole in the top. It lands on the food. You close the container. You put it in the bag you wrap it up after you put napkins and some plat and a plastic fork in there you hand me the juice i bought in addition to this platter you take the six bucks i grab the bag i walk out i eat it i'm happy i come back and purchase something from your punk ass again that's how it works if it works properly oh yeah but what actually happened, my friend? I don't know what happened. All I know is I know about the part where I got the bag and the juice and walked out. And I said, you know what? I have a, a bit of a hike to go. And I don't want to have to reheat this. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to pull over in this wonderful residential area where it's safe to park and wonderful people are around. I'm going to pop open my French toast platter. And although some people don't like when you eat in their, in their car, it doesn't matter because <laughs> this is my car and I'm eating. I pop open the Fred, the French toast platter. I open it up. I look down at it, and hey, the French toast looks pretty damn good. I'm gonna eat that. Hey, if the ha <laughs> ha, the turkey bacon is cooked properly, fantastic. Eggs look good, and so do the home fries. But I notice that they don't look red. Well, I don't know. They're the professionals. Maybe they used invisible ketchup. Maybe that's what they did, invisible ketchup. I'm not the kind of person that's going to make a big deal out of it. If it's invisible ketchup, I'm sure it tastes just like regular ketchup, right? <laughs> it's not invisible ketchup. It's a new thing called non-existent ketchup or almost non-existent ketchup because I moved the turkey bacon to the left and saw 
something that resembled something kind of like ketchup, maybe. You ever eat a hamburger that had ketchup on it and get a little drop of ketchup on one of your fingers? You ever have that happen? Well, cut that amount in half, and that's how much ketchup was on my home fries and my eggs. It's the amount of ketchup you would have gotten if someone said, hey, whatever you do, don't put ketchup on my home fries and eggs, and somehow some splashed off and got on there accidentally. All right? That's how much ketchup was on there. In fact, people who are allergic to ketchup would say, hey, even I want more ketchup than this on their food. Yeah, I just said it. Now, how difficult is that? So now I have to wait until I go to my destination to eat my damn food because there's no ketchup and I needed the ketchup. And when I heated it up and I ate a little bit of it to see what it would taste like without the ketchup, it was okay. And then I said, hey, buddy, you got the ketchup in your house? Yeah, man. I put the ketchup on, I ate it, and it tasted right. And I should have had the enjoyment of eating that back when it was hot, not after going to the damn microwave because they didn't come up with my fucking ketchup. I know what you're thinking. You're probably driving right now going, dude, it's just ketchup. What's the problem? Really? There's nothing that you apply to your food that makes it even better. There's no favorite thing you like to apply. No favorite condiment you like to apply. Hmm? Of course there is. What about you get a sweet tea with no sugar in it? How about that? Hey, what's the big deal? It's just sugar. Oh, you wouldn't like that? Then shut up and stop judging me, you bastards. And I realize, okay, not a big deal. They probably won't do it again. <laughs> I was wrong. And that's not the only time it happens, man. Like I said, I go to fast food places now. I can't order the stuff on the menu, but I can get coffee. And I buy my coffee. And guess what? I get my coffee and I'm driving on the road and I'm going down the road and I'm going, this is going to be great. I pop open the coffee. Coffee smells good. Drink it and there's no sugar in it. So far, places where I've eaten food have ruined Monday and Tuesday of those weeks. Monday, I didn't get enough ketchup and I had to wait till I got to my final destination to heat up a food and get ketchup and it wasn't right because it was cold. And even when I heated it up, it wasn't the same because you know when you heat up food, it's not the same. Heating up food that you should have eaten when it was hot is like a football player that comes back after a knee injury. He's still pretty good, but he's not as good as he was before he got hit in the knee on that late hit. You know what I'm talking about. It's like a boxer that comes back after three years of not fighting he or she may still be good but they're not as good as they were before that layoff and that's how your food is coffee with no sugar in it got the cream right couldn't get the sugar right bastards and then i realized both of these places are what i like to call minus one fast food places minus one you're probably wondering what I'm talking about, minus one. I call them minus one fast food places because they always forget one thing you ask them to do. There's always one thing wrong. 
And you can't complain to anybody because if there's one thing wrong, the people don't know about the history of their wrongness. All they see is the one thing wrong. And if you complain about it, they think you're unreasonable. Well, guess what? There's a whole bunch of you bastards listening. And I'm telling you right now, don't you dare think I'm unreasonable. I want you to go into your mind and think about the last time you went to a place that kept messing your order up. Every time there was something wrong, you go back, you go to the Chinese food place. The food is great, but there's no soy sauce. The food is great, but there's no duck sauce. The food is great, but you don't got any forks. The food is great, but they forgot your soda. The food and soda is great, but you forgot your napkins. The food is great. They forgot this. They forgot that. They always forget something. Bastards. I remember one time I went to a fast food place. I asked for it. This is this is a while ago. I asked for a Whopper with cheese. Oh, yeah. And I think you should probably know how I feel about the Whopper with cheese, you bastards. And they didn't give me any cheese. And I had a bunch of other people in the car. And they're like, oh, man, you ain't getting no cheese in your Whopper. I said, I know. And I pulled around and I got back in line. And they're going, I know you are not getting back in line to get cheese on your Whopper. And I said, do you see this piece of paper here? Yeah, we see it. What does it say? Well, it has all our orders on it. And this order is mine, right? Yeah. And what does it say? I ordered Whopper with cheese. And look at this burger. What do you see on it? Well, there's no cheese on it. Exactly. I paid for cheese. Cheese is the star. Love the Whopper, but I need the Whopper with cheese. I pull around. I go to the thing. Would you like to order? I would like to order a slice of cheese. Oh, we do not sell cheese by itself. Do you sell cheese on their hamburgers? Oh, yes, we do. Do you know that I just ordered a Whopper with cheese and there's no cheese on this Whopper? Uh, uh, would you like another hamburger? No, I would just like you to take this hamburger out of my hand and put a slice of cheese on it. Well, we don't. I'm not angry. It's not a big deal, but I have it on my slip that I ordered Whopper with cheese. I just want cheese. No big deal. And I hand back the Whopper. Lady in the counter, lady behind the. Okay. Hi, oh, weren't you just here, honey? Yes. Oh, what's wrong? Everything okay? No, I, just, I got a Whopper. I didn't get you. you didn't get any cheese on that Whopper. Give me that thing. And now they're all cackling back there. And I'm going, oh, God. All she had to do was just take the burger, discreetly hand it back to the guy. Don't embarrass somebody who's all alone with my food. Please don't do that. Please, I've worked in restaurants. I know what potentially could happen, and I don't want that to happen to my hamburger. Everybody else in the car is going, they're going to spit in your hamburger, man. They're going to lick your hamburger. They're going to lick it. They're going to spit in your burger. You're going to rub his ass in your hamburger. And then I noticed the person behind the counter is not Frank who made my burger originally. It's another lovely young lady. And they're going, oh, she's going to lick your hamburger. And then I realized upon looking at her, I got news for you. If she actually licked my hamburger, I, I, I'll be honest with you, I probably wouldn't mind it too much. In fact, I'd probably give them another dollar if she does lick my hamburger. In fact, I'd give them another five dollars if they let me watch her lick my hamburger. And then I realized I, should, I would pay $20 to, re, to, to go back in time and not have the people in the car hear me say that out loud. And probably 25 bucks to somebody to edit this out of the podcast because now I sound weird. <laughs> F y'all. But I got my Whopper with cheese. And I realized it's not that big of a deal to get the things you actually ask for. If you pay for something, you should get that something. You should always get the stuff you ask for if you paid for it. And I realize that's the way it is. 
If you are in good faith for doing something and you deserve and you think there should be an honest and fair result of that thing, you should get that fair result. Right? Don't always settle all the time. I mean, you can settle sometimes. But if it's something I pay for that I'm going to eat, I want it right. Damn it. And it was funny how they always just assumed that somebody was going to lick my food and spit my food because it's in the back. Normally, I don't send things back, but that was just frustrated. This was the Thursday of that same week and every other day of the week, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, every place I went messed up my order. So the day, damn it, I was going to get my order done right. Now, the other three people in the car were my friends, all three of them white dudes, longtime friends. I've known these guys since I was a kid and they were kids also. Well, when a kid, I mean like eight, late teens, early 20s is what I mean. That's how old I am. F y'all. <laughs> right. And they are a group of guys that, like my, 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 my overall group of friends is probably uh, at this point now, I would say of my overall group of friends, like 75 percent of them are not black just from the sheer number of people that I know. You know, I still have all my original friends and most of my friends were black before I started doing comedy. But there's so many, you know, white guys and white ladies and Asians and this and that, uh, people of other ethnicities that came into my life after I started doing comedy that, you know, they've they've dwarfed the number of uh, black friends that I have just from the sheer volume of people. So what started to happen was uh, I started noticing that there were differences. And I, I don't mean in the stereotypical, you know, uh, you know, if that guy was black, he would this would happen right white guys do this and black guys do that <laughs> i'm not talking about that stupid bullshit but some of that stuff is weird you know i would hang out with them and they would tell me stuff that they did when they were in college and i was completely stunned by what they did to each other uh <laughs> right and so uh the guy goes yeah man you know uh you were talking about that girl spitting in your hamburger right I mean, we were talking about that, right? You know, I know a dude, you know, we were, we were at his house, right? And this was a great, right? It was this great, this frat party, right? And he was being a dick to everybody, right? So we were at the barbecue, right? And this guy, I'm not going to say his name because you don't know him. But, uh, like, he was at the grill and the guy was being a dick at the party, right? And, like, the dude spit in his hamburger. We saw it, right? We were going to say something about it, but the dude was such a dick to us. We just sat there, and then we watched him eat the spit burger, and, man, it was hilarious. <laughs> and I'm going, what? What? Yeah, he ate the spit burger. It was hilarious, bro. And he, it was funny. You know, because we, do, we were doing stuff like that to us, and Phi Kappa, Lap, Lap, Bap, 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 the Bapa. I am really glad, one, I, I didn't attend college, but I'm really glad that if I had attended college that I would have not have gone to that fraternity. Well, the, 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 our fraternity, Flap Dappity, Blap Dap, we did stuff like that to, that to each other, man. It was a it was a really good college, man, We, we, we and we did things. Like, you actually you just spit in the burger. Oh, that's not the only thing that happened, man. It was, it was great. All right, all right, there was this one time this dude came to the house, and he got drunk and pissed in the pool, right? So when he went to sleep, right, we all took our dicks out. And we put him on his face and took pictures of uh, our dicks on his face. Yeah, <laughs> it was the, the funny, man. We showed him the pictures of dicks. And he's like, hey, man, I can't believe you guys put your dicks on my face. And they're like, well, you shouldn't have pissed in the pool. <laughs> and they're recounting these stories. Now, at the time they're telling me these stories, some of my black friends are there. 
And I'm looking at them horrified at the stories. And my friends who are white guys who are in the same fraternity are laughing hysterically. And I'm looking at my black friends and they're looking at me like, what the fuck is this shit? Because you see, we don't do pranks like that to each other. We do verbal pranks, right? And <laughs> but never, you know. So, and I'm sitting there going, well, I'm sitting there going, and another thing, man, it was just great. This guy was a new bird dude who came into the fraternity. It was great, right? So anyway, right? So he, we made him, we, we all, we touched our dicks to a sandwich and he, he had to eat it anyway because he was, he was pledging, right? So we dicked, we called it sandwich dicking and we dicked his sandwich and he had to eat it. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, Brad, listen, uh, remember when I said I was coming to your barbecue? Um, I, I'm, I'm, I'm not coming to your barbecue. Well, no, we don't do that anymore. Yeah. You, you. I know, but this, uh, okay, I'll come to your barbecue, but you know what I'm going to do? Even though I'm a guest, I'm going to have to assist, insist that uh, everything that I eat at your house, I make myself. Oh, come on, man. We ain't going to dick your sandwich. We don't, we, that was like 20 some years ago. We fucked the guy's sandwich. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm still going to want to, I'm going to want to, I, I don't want you near my food. And for the next year, every time I went to Brad's house, I was like, no, 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 I'll open the soda in, no, 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 open the soda in, I'll open the soda myself. In fact, give me that can, so wait a second, I, let me go rinse, I already rinsed it off, wait, well, what did you rinse it off with, dick sandwich banger? I'm sorry, I, 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 as I was telling the story about my food, I just remembered all of these, and now I'm at the point now when I, and this is still one of my boys, and I had gotten over the fact that some of my friends had banged a dude's sandwich, and now sandwich, I can't believe I have sandwich banging friends. Right? I mean, there's some things you should just keep to yourself. I, I got news for you. I've never had intercourse with a sandwich, but even if I did, I ain't telling anybody. He's told me more stuff that that I thought was under normal circumstances would be worse. But but now, I mean, oh. and I'm the story I'm telling you about the sandwich banging. This is like five six years ago that he told me about sandwich banging. But now, this, oh. you ever hear something horrifying from somebody, and then you kind of it kind of restarts the clock. You know, I kind of forgot about it until just this second because this was not supposed to be a story I was telling in the podcast. I was supposed to be telling the story about the people with the fast food, but then it just kind of morphed into a fact that I have seven sandwich banging friends. Oh. God, you know, must be in that movie American Pie. At least he wasn't going to serve the pie to somebody. He was just going to bang the pie in American Pie, and then just to, I'm sure he wasn't going to let his mom and dad eat the pie in the movie, you know. But just uh. I have people that I grew up with that were like, you know, you know, that did like crimes, and 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 they reformed themselves. And then I go, okay, well, I know when you were a teenager, you stole cars or something, and. You know, and then years go by and then you go, well, that was in this past, man. You were like 15, 16 years old. You're like 40 years old. Now you've hit a, 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 a crime free life. You know, that little time in court scared the crap out of you. You realize you were wrong. You turned your life around, you know, and I know a dude that did some, some people that done some stuff and they turned their lives around. I, I met them after their crimes had been committed and they were reformed. And then when I found out about the crime, I was like, oh, man, you had a tough life. I'm, you know, I feel bad for the victims, but I'm glad that you made amends for those crimes. I'm glad that you you changed your life. You know, I'm glad that you did that. And then I kind of forgot about that. But Brad tells me about sandwich banging when he was in college and the man's 50. And I'm looking at him like, oh, you sandwich banger. 
And isn't that weird how that works? This guy actually stole somebody's car and left them stranded in a different state. And this guy did some other stuff, you know, and this guy used to sell drugs over there, you know, and then all of that kind of stuff. And I think that's disgusting, but he reformed himself and then and, and did all of that and has been living a clean life for 20 something years. And I don't look at them any differently, you know, and not any people that I'm talking about that did the crime stuff. Don't think they, they were, they were black guys and white guys that had committed crimes in the past. I know people that used to be, you know, I, I can't get into what they did, but it's been, it's been decades since they've done that. They've been clean the whole time and I respect them for making their lives better. And even Brad is a great guy. He never committed a crime. He never did anything like that. He never cheated on his wife, never stole anything, never did anything like that. But for some reason, when I think about a guy with his junk out, pump banging a sandwich. There's something about that. You banged a sandwich, bro. I mean, come on, mayonnaise nuts. What is wrong with you? I can honestly say, for the, if somebody walked into this room, hi, I'm from random place that gives money to people for answering answering ridiculous questions that no one could possibly say yes to. And I, right now, I'm going to ask a question. I'm going to give $500,000 with you guys right here. I just pulled up in my limo. I'm a very wealthy man and I'm eccentric. And I like to give people money for no reason. And I'm basically, you know, you when you watch a game show where, like, say it's a who wants to be a millionaire. And they basically want to move you up to the first plateau so you'll go home with some money. And they'll ask these really, really easy questions to make sure that you get five or six questions right. So you'll at least go home with a couple grand in your pocket and make it exciting for the fans. Well, these questions are even easier than that. And I, all you have to do is say that you didn't do this and you'll get $500,000. Okay, I want you all to put pull your name out of pull the thing out of the hat and whoever pulls the one with this orange you get the question ah damn mr s anthony you didn't get the one you didn't get the one what is your name oh my name's brad oh bradley you got the orange one if you can answer this very very simple question you will get five hundred thousand tax-free dollars are you excited i'm really excited if it's gonna be that easy it's gonna be great okay great what are you gonna <laughs> okay can you honestly tell me that you have never had your dick in someone's sandwich. Uh, uh, what? Uh, well, you mean to tell me I, I pulled up in my limo? I got a suitcase here with 500 grand in it. I'm an eccentric billionaire just trying to give money to people for my own amusement. And you mean to tell me I give you a question like, have you ever had your dick in a sandwich? I come up with a question that ridiculous to make sure I could give you the money. And you can you can't honestly tell me you've never had your dick in somebody's sandwich. Oh, is there any way I could just give this 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 thing to somebody else so they can answer the question? No, that's not how the game goes, man. It's not how the game goes. You disgust me. I can't believe I'm trying to give you a half a million dollars and you tell me you you you, you had. Why did you have your dick in a sandwich? Uh, it was a prank. I'm even more disgusted by the fact that I. How would I know whether or not you had your dick in a sandwich? You could have just lied to me and said, no, I've never had my dick in a sandwich and you would have gotten the money. So not only are you a disgusting person for sandwich banging, you're also incredibly stupid. You could have lied and got this money. Jeeves, open the door. We're going to go find someone else. I'm going to ask the next person, is water wet? And then give him the money. This dumb bastard. (laughs) 
But I ask you a question. I mean, is there, is there anything that a friend could do that's not a serious thing? Like if your friend's a murderer or a killer or some crap like that or a rapist or something, fuck them. You're going to get what they get and they wouldn't be your friend. But let's just say for the sake of our, is there anything your friend could do that wouldn't make you not be friends with them anymore, but would kind of make you side eye the bastard a little bit? Make you look at them like, really, dude? Really, bro? Really? And I now know the answer to that question. Sandwich banging. So there's a whole bunch of you weirdos listening to this crap. If we meet, and I, and I hopefully, hopefully at some point we'll meet in the future. You know, when I go back out on the road and start doing stand-up again, hopefully uh, by that time uh, I'll have an even bigger audience in the UK and maybe I can go over there and do some stand-up and maybe I can go to Australia and do some stand-up and maybe I can go to Canada and do some stand-up and obviously I'm already going to be doing stand-up in America. But if we meet, I'm, I'm pretty sure that we have a connection. You've been listening to me for a while. I got love for you. Obviously, from what you guys have written to me, you got love for me. Do me a favor, okay? If you're a sandwich banger, please keep that to yourself, okay? Don't tell me that story. I don't want to hear it. People I've known for decades have told me about sandwich banging, and I look at them funny. Now, Brad... Not his real name. I know you're listening to this, and I have permission to talk about this. Um, I just want to let you know that I, I'm just using this story because it's humorous, and this is how I felt back then. I, I do. I no longer think of you in a weird way because you banged sandwiches. I, I don't hold that against you. You're still my boy. I still love you. We're still friends. Obviously, you've been to the, to my spot. I've been to your spot, you know, and everything like that. You know, so don't don't think that don't think that just because I'm using this story, you know, we haven't had this conversation in a while that I think differently of you. You know, I, I really don't. I really don't. I mean, we're, we're still cool. Them, them two dudes you came with, though, I, I, I don't know about them, though, you know, because you looked remorseful about the sandwich banging. You know, those guys, you know, yeah, sometimes a person looks off into the, into, the, into the distance and like, yeah, contemplate something great. Like, remember that time you were with that hot girl when you were in college? Yeah, that was great. Yeah, oh, she was great as I. Well, they had that look on their faces when they were talking about sandwich banging. You look remorseful. Those two sick bastards look like, I don't know about anybody else, but I think I'm going to go back to my sandwich banging days. And I don't want them dudes near my food ever. That's all I'm saying. Weird bastards. Now, how the hell did I start talking about sandwich banging when I was talking about fast food places that suck? Oh, well, that's what this show is. Me talking about stupid crap for approximately an hour. And in this case, I've been talking about stupid crap for approximately (laughs) a half an hour. Actually, a little more than a half an hour. And this is only the first segment. And speaking of first segments, this segment is over. Uh, my friends, my friends, my friends, I just want to let you know, for those of you that are following me on social media, uh, I'm going to be tweeting uh, and posting less. I didn't realize just how much uh, I had been posting and tweeting and retweeting and stuff like that. I mean, I'm still going to retweet, you know, for, for, for my friends who have podcasts, uh, put out their podcast and, and something like that or relevant stories and stuff like that. But overall, I'm probably going to be tweeting less and Facebooking less and Instagramming a little less, you know, because I didn't realize how many posts I've been putting up and I've been putting up a whole lot of posts and I don't want to be one of those dudes that, you know, just overwhelms people with posts. I don't want to be that guy because a lot of times when you do something a little bit too much, when you do it too, too much, 
it's not appreciated and it becomes kind of annoying. I don't think I'm at that point yet because no one's complained, but I don't want to be that guy, you know, because like I said, you put out something, sometimes you put out stuff too much and the individual pieces, the individual things you put out don't get appreciated as much or they get overlooked. And I don't want to, I don't want to spend my time doing something that is completely overlooked or not appreciated. So it's, I'm probably going to be tweeting less and Facebooking less and Instagramming a little bit less because just enough already. Now I'm not leaving any of those. I'm still going to be on all the social media that I'm on now, but I will be posting less. I'm hopefully at the, the, I'll, I'll still post stuff when I really think it's cool, but I'm not just going to be posting the post. I used to post just to post. And I realize that because sometimes you 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 you, you just, you just got to realize that you, you gotta you gotta not waste time. You gotta make sure that when you're saying something, it has an impact. And if it doesn't, then maybe you should not say as much. Now I'm a professional comedian, and I do this also. And I was ne- I'm not one of those guys that is quote always on unquote that annoys me. I have no interest in doing that, and I don't want to be around people like that because you know shut up sometimes (laughs) right but when i was younger i was one of those guys who wasn't always on but always prepared to be on i always had a little funny quip always had a little funny line always had this little funny thing to say if you would say something to me i would say something funny and it was like that but the problem with that is is when people get used to that being who you are they're always going to assume that everything you say is leading to a joke and everything you're saying is leading to you trying to entertain them and they never pay attention to what you're saying seriously you know if i posted all joke 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 and i posted something serious you might not pay attention to it when I was, I remember I was, I was watching some of the kids and I was always the funny cousin, the fun, the funny uncle and all of that kind of stuff because I didn't have to watch them that long. But when I started to pay, when I started to watch them every once in a while, they'd be left with me for a while when I would have to discipline them or, or be stern and say, don't do that. They would look at me like, ha ha, sure. And then I realized it started to happen with adults as well. I was going to a specific place. I have a relative that was, I was picking up someplace, um, and I would have to always go there and get them. And I was kind of joking with the staff. They would joke. They would say a joke with me. I, I didn't, they don't even really know what I do for professional. I don't even tell them. They just know my name and that's it. Because I, I if you tell people what you do, all of a sudden, it, you know, it's like they, they want you to just like do a show for them like right there. You're a comedian. Why don't you do, tell me some jokes? You do a podcast. We'll do it. And I'm not interested in that. Sex <laughs> is like, you know. You know I'm a dancer. Oh, you're a dancer. Please bring out the bring out the wood floor. Put it down. Go go tap. Yeah, that's some good stuff. <laughs> no, no, I'm not doing that. But I would joke with them, and we would have a great time. We'd have fun, right? But like I said, after a while, they assume everything is a joke. And what would happen was they would go, "Oh, don't let this guy in." <laughs> as a joke and the new staff members would come in and they would just hear don't let this guy in. and then they would try to get in on the joke but it's it's only funny between me and the person who's joking when some new person starts coming in on it looks a little bit more it starts to border on disrespectful not quite disrespectful but it starts to border on disrespectful and it kind of waters the joke down and takes all the fun out of it so one day i'm going into this place and one of these guys uh well let me let me tell you what happened before before this 
when I when I came in, there was a couple of really mean looking pit bulls running around terrorizing people. People were running into the house, jumping on top of cars, jumping in their cars and all that kind of stuff. People, you know, kids were getting were climbing on cars and people were taking the kids into their cars and the dogs were running around. Rah, rah, rah. I mean, these were not only were they pit bulls, but they looked like pit bulls that were too mean for dog fighting. You understand what I'm saying? It's like, hey, let's fight these dogs. Whoa, whoa, not those two. Shit. Keep those dogs that had those two dogs are sick. I don't even want my fighting dog. Uh-uh, get them out of here. That kind of dogs, right? People call the police. The police were on their way. I get out of the car. I see this crap. I, I was going to go grab one of the kids and make sure that one of the kids was cool. But other people had grabbed them. And, then I, and I closed my car door and I just ran into the building really quickly. So I walk in and I'm going, hey, guys, don't go outside. Don't go outside. There's some pit bulls out there terrorizing people. <laughs> sure there are. <laughs> Right. Well, no, no, seriously, do not go outside. There are pit bulls outside. I'm telling you, no joke, not kidding. Don't go out there. Oh, sure, sure. <laughs> so I'm signing some papers to get my relative so that my relative can come out and write in the book and all that at a time and all that kind of crap. And I'm looking out the window waiting to see when the police or animal control shows up because I'm not going back outside until they do. And I can see the dogs running around, rah, 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 running around the cars and fighting with each other and biting and this, that, and the other one. You know, and I can see people in cars looking out the window like, what the fuck? And then rolling their windows up and the dog running towards the car, rah, 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 hitting the windows and all that shit. And we're going, what the hell is this bullshit? And we're still waiting for the animal, you know, for animal control, control to come and the police to come. And the guy, I'm thinking he listened to what I said. I told him, don't go outside there are two angry mean looking chaff chewed pit bulls outside don't go don't 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 so i'm looking at the lady behind the counter she's going there are really pit bulls outside i'm saying i'm not yeah seriously do not go out there i could tell she believed me but the new guy who was getting in on the joseph Ford, don't let that guy in here who was kind of you know not paying attention to me and not taking me seriously started heading towards the door and I wasn't looking at him. I was talking to the lady behind the desk. And she has this look of horror on her face. And I think the look of horror on her face is me describing what's going on outside. But as it turns out, the look of horror on her face was not because of that. It was because this moron is actually heading through the first set of sliding doors, heading towards the next set of sliding doors, walking out the door. And then I hear, and I see him running back into the into the building. And there's an emergency switch where you can close the doors quickly. Luckily for him, because as he gets through the first set of sliding doors, the dogs are right behind him. The doors close. Bonk, bonk. The dogs hit their faces on the door. And even though they were mean, vicious animals and they were upset, I got news for you. You know what made them more upset? trying to kill a guy and then having your face jammed into really really hard glass doors glad that I'm, I'm glad it didn't break the glass and he comes back in what is this how did you let me go out there what is wrong with you and i'm going what is wrong with me i i literally just said to you don't go out there there are pit bulls out there why did you send me out there i didn't send you out there i said to you don't go out there that is not funny buddy that is not a funny joke what the what joke are you talking about i said don't go out there there are pit bulls out there don't go out i can't believe you did that did what tell you not to go outside what the fuck are you talking about 
So he walks back to his office angry as if I was as if I did that to him. The lady behind the counter is looking at him as if he's nuts. And I'm looking at the lady behind the counter going, who's with this dude? And he's in there. He's in. I can hear him talking to himself, rambling around like I did something to him. And I was going to go back to the office and open the door and go, man, what is your problem? That's not a funny joke, buddy. I can hear him saying that because he can hear me talking out there. Now, I've been going to that place for a while. Okay. And did I joke with them? Yes, of course I joke with them. It was a pleasant experience being there. They were nice people. I'm a nice guy. We joked around a little bit. Usually the jokes would be along the lines of someone saying something to me as I walked in. Are you late, buddy? And I go, hey, I'm actually early for them. You know, I'm actually early for tomorrow. You know, that kind of like little soft punk jokes like that. <laughs> right nothing major you know but this he's i mean i'm sitting there going and, and sometimes when people build up a story in their mind even though they're wrong and you can demonstrate that they're wrong and if they were calm they would realize they were wrong and if they would listen to other people they would realize they were wrong they keep telling that story over and over again so much so that it becomes the truth in their mind even though the evidence points that it's not the truth I come back the next day and there are people looking at me kind of funny. People who normally would be a little pleasant to me, they're looking at me kind of funny. And I'm thinking that maybe one of the supervisors came in and was giving everybody a hard time or maybe one of the people there acted a little wacky and something bad happened. Oh, by the way, the police did come and get the dogs. I didn't Sorry to skip over that. Right. And so I go in there like, why is everybody acting weird? He's mad at you. And I said, who? I didn't even Really? Seriously? He's still about the, yeah, he was going around telling people that you tricked him into going outside with the pit bulls. Now, that sounds like something I do. You got, I've been coming back and forth to this place for like a year and a half, two years. And does that really sound like I'm the type of person that would go, hey, there's two vicious dogs outside. How about I send somebody out there to get chewed up for no reason? That, that would be funny. Does that sound like something I do? Does that sound like the kind of funny joke I would tell? You know, I was gonna go to this place i i don't really know the people that well but i mean they seem to be pleasant enough uh i'm really happy with my with everything way things are going career-wise but i think i need to take my humor to the next level let me make a phone call before i go to that place to pick up my relative boop beep beep boop beep beep yeah what's going on do you have any really angry uh chewed up mentally mentally fucked up pit bulls that just want to kill things yeah i got uh, two of them yeah um would you do me a favor yeah sure i was wondering if you could slap them around a little bit to get them really really riled up uh they really kind of riled up they have rabies oh that's even better um i want you to smack them around a little bit get them all pissed off and make sure you don't feed them for a couple days all right a little bit of water but no food i want them nice and angry and pissed off and hungry and vicious then what I want you to do is I, I'm going to give you an address at approximately this time. I want you to let the dogs loose on the public uh, because there's a guy that works in the office right there. And I got news for you. This is going to be funny. <laughs> you're going to love this. I'm going to I'm going to send him outside to be viciously mauled and brutally killed by the two dogs. <laughs> that does sound funny. I know it's going to be great. I mean, he's going to be out there screaming, oh God, oh God, my throat. Oh God, oh God, you're killing me. Oh God, I'm bleeding out. Ah, Please stop him. Oh God, please help me. <laughs> That's going to be, oh God, I just, oh, the blood splashed. All over. Oh, but wait a minute, I got I to gotta make sure I park in a different place. I mean, even though blood will, probably wouldn't stain the side of the mighty Toyota Camry. 
Uh, you know, I, yeah, I was thinking about that. I don't want to get blood all over my, because I mean, I mean, the car wash is a few blocks away. I don't want to, you know, if I drive down the road and there's like blood on the side of my car, I'll probably get pulled over by the police and, you know, the, you know, then they'll be, how the blood get here? Then they'd probably take test the blood and there'd be some dude's blood from a place that I go. And I mean, it will come out that the dogs were the ones that viciously, brutally mutilated, murdered and killed and ate him. But then people are going to go, well, you're the one that sent them outside. And then they trace it back and then they trace it back to you. You know, then you'll get in jail. You'll you'll go to jail for having that vicious dog fighting farm, and uh, also having those two special, deli- incredibly dangerous dogs that you've been slapping around, put double ra- double rabies in, and didn't feed at my behest. And then uh, all of a sudden, I think there's a chance I might get in trouble for that, and you might also. So maybe when I send them out, they get viciously murdered and mauled by those dogs. Maybe I should probably park. No, no, because if I park too far away, then I'll get viciously maimed and murdered by the dogs and i don't want that uh i guess i just have to send him out there again let him be viciously maimed and murdered and then before i pull off i'll have to wait until the police come and you know and then take out their hoses and hose the street down with what's you know what's uh with uh what's left of him after the dogs finish eating him you know i just want to make because because it's going to be hilarious i mean i mean there's nothing funnier then to watch a person that I kind of liked a little bit and that was kind of a pleasant human being ripped apart and d- destroyed physically by two vicious animals. Um, it's much better than anything I've done in my stand-up career. I mean, I've, I've been on television and radio and stuff and and, 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 and had some wonderful things happen, you know, but uh, had some, I've gotten standing ovations before, you know, I've been, you know, had successful spots on different stuff and all of that kind of stuff. But I'm telling you right now, the best thing I'm ever going to do is to have this guy viciously murdered in front of his friends by pit bulls. And, uh, yeah. So I'm going to do that tomorrow. You down with it? Oh, no problem. These guys, these dogs, uh, I actually have this special training for the dogs where, you know, normally they would just, like, go for the throat and kill the person quickly. They, you know, they'd rip out the arteries and then they'd, 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 and then eat the person. But I have a special training program. I, if you want, I, I could, um, as a special command that you could, that I could yell before I push them out to the public. Uh, and what they're going to do is they actually have this thing where they start eating the person from the feet up so they'll feel more pain and they'll be more torturous and uh, it'll cause more, you know, you'll get more yelling out of it. Oh God, I'm dying. Oh God, they're killing me. You'll get more of that before the dude dies. That sounds, that will be even more hilarious. Thanks a lot, man. Take care of that for me. Not a problem. All right, man. Take care. Bye-bye. Fuck out of here. <laughs> man. So they're all looking at me like I'm some kind of asshole. And then I go, does that really sound like something I do? Really? Um, not really. I mean, look at the kind of guy. I mean, ask the lady behind the counter. Well, he did He did tell him not to go outside. He did say don't go outside because there's pit bulls outside. He did say that. Oh, you did say that? Yeah. Oh, well, he's crazy. Yeah. I mean, you know. Just, I mean, could you do me a favor? Sure. Could you just let everybody know I did not send him outside to be murdered by the dogs, please? I mean, this is just, this is fucking ridiculous. Yeah, I'll get the word out. And this all stemmed from somebody not paying attention to me because I was always Mr. Funny Guy. And I realized it's like anything else. Sometimes you, if you just give a little bit too much or do a little bit too much, it's not either it's not appreciated or it's not noticed, you know. So, like I said, I'm I'm really just going to kind of put out stuff. Um, when I really think it's something I want to say, 
Or I mean, like I said, I'll still I'll still retweet articles if I find it interesting. I'll still retweet my friend's podcast and I'll you know retweet or, po- or post to, to remind people that my podcast is out. But you know, after a while, you know, it's like why am I why am I fucking <laughs> posting stupid shit? You know, and uh, I don't want to do that anymore. So what I'm going to do from this point on is if you see something from me, and like I said, there will still be t- still be tweets and I'll still put stuff on Facebook and Instagram and all that other crap. It just won't be anywhere near as much. And I, I don't want to be just posting and tweeting just to tweet. You know, it's like when I do this podcast, I say things to you that I really want to say. I could just come on here and just rattle off an hour of jokes. I could do that really easily, you know. I mean, that's, I mean, I write. I've been writing jokes for my entire adult life. It's not like it's that hard for me. But I, but I, but I, I tend to like to have this be, uh, you know, like like a conversation between friends. Granted, there's a whole lot of you, and you don't get to say anything to me on the show. I mean, you send me email, but you don't get to say anything to me on the show. But but, but you know what I'm saying. I don't want to. I, I want to say things or post things or tweet things that are a little more impactful. You know, because I I just don't want to. You know, I don't want to be one of those guys that just tweets to tweet. You know what I mean? You know damn well you're still going to be tweeting stupid shit. No, I'm not. I'm not tweeting stupid shit. I'm, I'm going to just tweet things that are completely impactful that I think will be. And like I said, if there's some humor in it, fine. But I only want to tweet things that are going to help people's lives, maybe give them a little, little incentive to be better and be great. So you're not going to tweet any jokes about banging? No, there will be no banging tweets at all. Do you realize that there's literally nobody in your audience that buys this bullshit for a second? Listen, man, I'm being really sincere about this. Everyone knows I'm not that big of a fan of being on Twitter and Facebook. That is a load of crap. You absolutely love Facebook. You love Twitter. You love all of that stuff. You you, you, you got your phone on all the time. Every time I see you, you're on your phone looking at some, some jokes on, the, on Twitter or Facebook and laughing your ass off. You're commenting on everybody's stuff. How the hell do you think you got your audience? How do you think you got that many people on your damn Twitter? You think you got 10,000 something people on Twitter because you weren't interacting with them? I, I, it's a coincidence. I only wanted to have 50 people on Twitter. That is a comp- come on, man. Why don't you tell your sass basses right now that this is complete bullshit? You just, you, the story that you told about the dogs was not bullshit, but the whole pretense of you not tweeting more is complete horse crap. I'm not buying it, and I'm not going to sit here while you lie to your audience. First of all, I didn't even know you were going to, you were not supposed to be here for another hour. That's the first thing. Why? So you wanted to be so you can have another hour to lie to everyone? I'm not lying to everybody. I'm literally going to start tweeting and posting on Facebook less. Oh, my God. If you were Pinocchio right now, your nose would be touching the sun. (sighs) Look, jackass. Okay. I just wanted to tell the dog story and I needed something to set up the dog story. All right. Shut the fuck up. You just do your job. You understand? I run this podcast, damn it. And if I want to tell a dog story about some jackass who almost got eaten for being a douche, I'm telling it. 
Last thing I need you to do is come in here and disrupt my shit. How come you never come in and do something productive? I am doing something productive. I just let you just now face the truth and tell your audience that that was complete bullshit. Okay, it is bullshit. I'm going to tweet and post on Facebook as much as I freaking want. Okay, I mean, let's be honest. The the audience knows there's some kind of there's some artistic license in this podcast. They know that sometimes I'll change an ethnicity or I'll change the sex of somebody or I'll change the city to protect the innocent. They don't care about that. They like the show. Yeah, they like the show because you don't bullshit them. Yeah, that is there is some truth to that. I think. Yeah, they they do like the show because I don't bullshit them. Don't you think you should tell the audience just apologize right now for bullshitting them? And tell her right now that you're not going to post less on Twitter. You're not going to post less on Facebook. You're going to do what you're always were doing because you like it. Yeah, but I already told the story. I mean, I already set it up and I already said all of this crap. They might, they might get mad at me. They're not going to get mad at you if you admit it right now. <sighs> Sass bastards. Um, Sass bastards. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to tweet less and I'm not going to Facebook less. I'm, gonna do whatever the hell i want um i want to apologize right now for setting up saying that bullshit just to set up the dog story i, I should have just i should have just went right into the dog story and not done that that right that should have just i mean i hope I'm, I'm i'm sorry about that i uh you know it, it's it's hard to come up with a you know to do an hour podcast a week and i'm trying to write this whole new stand-up show sometimes you know you take a shortcut here or there and uh I apologize for that. I won't do it again. Okay, now you just lied. You are absolutely going to do it again. Yeah, I'm going to do it again. If you'd have just shut your mouth, they would have accepted my bullshit apology and I could have got away with it because I'm going to lie next week. <laughs> I need to cut that part out. No, you're not cutting it out. I'm the one that does the editing. Fuck you. You're fired. You can't fire me because I'm just you doing another voice. That is true. <clears throat> well, anyway, folks, um, like I was saying, um (laughs) like i was saying folks i ain't gonna stop tweeting on facebook facebooking and tweeting in fact i might double my facebook and tweeting tweets and you're gonna love it and you're gonna love every second of it you bastards why because i said so you're damn right now i'm gonna do the high voice and pretend it's somebody else he's crazy no i'm not (laughs) i think i might be (laughs) segment over well, folks, that has been episode number 257 of the S. Anthony Says Podcast. Thank you very much for stopping by. Much love to you. Thank you for the listens. Thank you for the uh, thank you for, for getting the word out. Thank you for subscribing. I appreciate you very, 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 very much, my friends. Uh, please follow me on social media where I'll be posting and Facebooking and tweeting as much as I want to, damn it. And, uh, <laughs> on Twitter, there's two of them. One for me specifically, and it's at S. Anthony Thomas. One for the show specifically, it's at S. Anthony Says. I am on Instagram, and you can look me up at uh, S. Anthony Thomas. That's my name on Instagram. I have a verified, 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 verified page on Facebook. And if you go into the search box and you look up S. Anthony Says, it is there. You'll see a picture of me. You'll see a blue check, which lets you know that I that is a page for a verified public figure. And jerk off, we know who that, and we know who this jackass is. That's for me, baby. Uh, this podcast is on Stitcher Radio, TuneIn Radio, iTunes, iHeartRadio. 
It is on the Podcast Revolution Network. And you can also, if you, and, um, and just, well, basically, whatever podcatcher you look up, I'm on the damn, I've been doing this for three and a half years, damn it. If you, if you got something that plays podcasts, including Google Play, my punk ass is on there. And for those of you that are subscribed, much love to you. For those of you that listen and haven't subscribed, much love to you. But just a little bit less than the love for the people who subscribe, because your punk asses need to be subscribed, damn it. Yeah, I said it. <laughs> The email for the show, if you have questions, comments, suggestions, or declarations of love for yours truly, is talktosanthony at gmail.com. T-A-L-K, the word to, T-O, S-Anthony at gmail.com. Keep your email coming, my friends. I love it. And I want to thank you guys for more than anything else for all the kindness and for listening to my dopey ass on a regular basis for so long and bringing friends back. Thank you for everything. And, and that goes to everybody who's listening, who's checked me out on social media and who's listening to me on the podcast. Much, much love to you all. And um, basically, I just want to say, uh, you know, it doesn't matter to me where you listen to me, whether you're listening to me on a on a lawnmower, on a treadmill, walking down the streets bass jumping i don't know swimming if you don't like your earphones because they'll get wet you dumb bastards i don't care where you listen to me thank you for letting me into your ears into your minds into your hearts and i'm gonna say goodbye to you wonderful bastards the way i say goodbye to you wonderful bastards every time i'm gonna do it on the count of three and i want you silly bastards you wonderful bastards you cool bastards you bastards that i love i want you to say goodbye to me, the same way I end the show. You, you want to do it? You want to do it with me? Don't you? Huh? You want to say it? You know you want to say it. I know you're in the car by yourself. I know when you're in listening to this with some people around, you don't say it out loud. But you're by yourself right now. It's just me and you, right? If you're walking down the street, just kind of pretend like you're on the phone when you say it. Come on. Okay, I'm going to do it on the count of three. You going to do it with me? I'm talking, I'm talking to all of you. I want all of you. Ready? <clears throat> One, two, three. S. Anthony out. Go.